Alright, welcome to the Marvel Super Awesome Super Show. I'm Creech, and we've got Michael Berry with us today. Hello, I'm Michael Berry, and I'm with you today. Oh no. Is um, this part where we crack the beers? Hold on, I, I, I cracked my beer. I gotta take a picture of this. Wow. Oh shit, okay. My beer cracked. My beer has a little bit too much head. Um... That's that's not a terrible thing. Is it really bad? <laughs> uh, I I just put it in the Discord. It, you can you can take a look. <laughs> what the hell? It looks like a, <laughs> looks like a milkshake. <laughs> I, I even poured it at an angle. Um, and it was oh, I like, didn't even see the brown nah. strip at the bottom <laughs> of just beer. You have like one centimeter of beer. Yeah, that's gonna take a minute. Um. But I'm drinking a Pony Source Brewing Company uh-huh. export stout. Where is Pony Source located? They're in Durham, so oh, so this is local. Yeah, it's a hop skip away from from me. Okay, uh, I can't Very remember cool. if I've had this one before, but it is a mm-hmm. it is a good one uh, with the little sip I've had so far. Yeah, <laughs> how is that foam? Uh, foam tastes great. Uh, it's okay. like a milkshake, honestly. Yeah, it, I, like I said, it kind of looks like one. All right. Is, well, my beer is the Cronenberg 1664, mm. which is a French beer. And actually, Cronenberg is like really close to where you were in Belgium. Okay. So you should go there because this is a good... It's It's like a lighter lager. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't just taste like water. So, I, I'm I'm a I'm a big fan of this one. Nice. Yeah, I get to uh, go to that beer festival again in Belgium. Oh yeah, in February, right? Yep. We started nice. like fully planning my trip to, like the stuff I'm gonna do. It's like mm-hmm. I get there, and then they're gonna drive me to Germany, and we're gonna go to two amusement parks, <laughs> and Ooh, then you know okay. rehearsal. And then two weeks after that, they're taking me mm-hmm. to the Alps to go skiing. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. It's I've be never fun. been skiing. It's challenging, but I think you'd love it. Um, yeah. Is it, I, have you, I've water skied. Is it easier or harder? Uh, it's, because the water skiing that I did growing up, mm-hmm. I definitely think that helped me be good at skiing. Okay. Uh, Michael Allman said, give me 15 minutes. So, okay. We so, can, uh, we can 15 minute beer talk. Just the banter. Well, yeah, we can just, yeah, we'll just not even talk about Marvel. Skip to 17 minutes in if you want to hear us talk about Marvel. We know before <laughs> recording exactly how long the banter is <laughs> We have the banter all pre mapped out, but nothing about Marvel. This is actually scripted. Yeah. Well, this part is, mm. but when we start yeah. talking about Marvel, that's not scripted. So we can't talk about Marvel at all. I mean, we can. We just don't want to like go over stuff I, twice when he gets in. Yeah, right? I don't. Yeah, I'd rather not try to like over, you know. So. Yeah. But what was sure. I saying? Oh, water skiing. Yeah, skiing. Yeah. So a lot of like turning is the exact same, but you're uh-huh. not being pulled. And so you know how you like you stand up straight in water skiing? Yeah. 
and, and snow skiing you you it's a lot more really uh, like bent over right? knees bent yeah um i feel like i'd like that more well when i've water skied i just kind of stand up straight if i get up and then i don't really turn left and right much because i'll just fall okay because <laughs> <laughs> i've only done it like twice yeah i think it's... I'm, I'm i'm low-key really afraid of water sports like that because i had a I I was on a, the fringe of a concussion last time I went kneeboarding because I mm. hit my head on the water really hard and it was super loopy. Like it gave me really bad deja vu, which was weird. It was like everything someone said to me, I was pretty sure I had heard in a dream. And hey. as people were talking to me, I'm like, wait, I had a dream about that too. And all of a sudden I was like, oh gosh, something's wrong. <laughs> so I haven't done boat sports since that fateful day i think the last time i did boat sports i was with brian grasso and we went skiing. but Mm -hmm. his stepdad was driving and you know we were we were in college so we were just like hey throw us off like (laughs) completely like destroy us yeah i definitely think tubing is a lot of where if any brain damage i have that shows up in the next few years well mm-hmm. that's definitely where most of it comes from is from yeah so much tubing as a kid and mm-hmm. just being like dad just just go i like i'm gonna hang on and, until i literally can't like uh-huh. the tube will go upside down and i'm like on my back and just still holding on yeah, <laughs> yeah. like i don't care i gotta hold on well right i mean Otherwise, it's boring. <laughs> yeah. Especially tubing, because, like, if it's just you, like, on a huge-ass tube. Can I cuss? Yeah. All right. Well, Shit. We, we, <laughs> we found out when me and Johnny first did it. We did mm-hmm. a minimal cussing. Yeah. And then we found out from our thousands of viewers that they like cussing. Um, Dude, who doesn't? So, no, but basically it just started turning into where each episode we just cussed more and more. And one time okay. we talked about it, we were like, hey, I mean, we aren't just like throwing F-bombs everywhere. But mm-hmm. one time John was like, I think we should put explicit on these. And I was yeah. like, eh, I don't think it's that big of a deal. Uh, mm-hmm. It is that big of a deal with Spotify. Okay. Um. So we, we now are putting explicit on our things so people know that we will say bad words. What happened? Did they just give you a strongly worded no. letter? No, they they didn't do anything because like I think our most viewers or listeners is like forty. Yeah. So it's like we're not big enough to where Spotify has even checked us. Mm-hmm. But like talking to other people who do podcasts, they're like, "Yeah, you gotta be careful with it." And I was like, "Oh, I'm not careful with it." Like, yeah, you should start being yeah. careful. Oh, okay. <laughs> Um, I'm trying to see when when the explicit. I pulled up the Spotify list. I don't see any of them that say no, explicit. No, none of. Yep, nope. Because we haven't recorded the the one with the drunk riders. Really should say explicit. That one is not safe for anyone. <laughs> well, I don't think it does unless I'm missing something. No, it doesn't say it doesn't say explicit on it. It should. I need to make. Uh, it. I gotta. I gotta figure out how to do that. Gotcha. Um, I was missing that. Okay. 
I'm trying to pull up our analytics, but my brain is farted and I don't remember mm. RSS feed. That's what it is. Shitted and farted. Yeah, my brain shitted and farted. Oh shit. Oh fart. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh Hades is on here. I didn't mean oh, to for, try that. For the Game Pass? Yeah, so I'm installing it. Nice. I need it. I've heard a lot of good things about Hades. Yeah, me too. Um, man, we still got like eight more minutes to kill. Uh, what you been doing today? Uh, woke up at twelve thirty. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. <laughs> pretty pretty recently. <laughs> and then I I went to Claire's with my roommate to get his ears pierced. Nice. Um, did you get new uh, earrings? Yeah, I did. I got new earrings for PASIC. Um, okay, like cool. Black minimalist earrings. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, no, I was just going for the earrings, and then I was just like, I saw my roommate, Sean, I was like, hey, uh, what are you doing right now? He's like, nothing. I'm like, let's go get your ears pierced. Can <laughs> <laughs> you agree? Yeah. It took okay. a little bit of just like, should I do this? I was like, yeah, no, like, you've talked about wanting to do it before. Just, you got time, <laughs> man. I'm going to Claire's. <laughs> Yeah. Like, um, and then after that, I had orchestra rehearsal. Ah, uh, okay. And then I had a meeting with my education professor. Mm-hmm. And then I had a, to go get beer. Right. So. Cool. I called my mom. I guess we were up late because we both went to that late showing. So I don't blame you for sleeping in this time. Yeah. You know. I mean I woke oh. up at eight. So I did not <laughs> sleep much. Um I, I could have. I just I didn't have anything to do this morning and I was like, I've 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 done really yeah. well this week about like not napping and like being on top of my sleep schedule. So I was just like, you know mm-hmm. what? Uh today's today's a no bones day. Just mm. threw it in there. Yeah. Don't even know if it was or isn't. Was or isn't. <laughs> How do you update yourself on the Bones situation? Do you follow him on Twitter? Uh, no, I, I, I just, whenever occasionally it pops up on my uh, TikTok, then I'm like, ah, look, it was a Bones day. That's good. I uh, was, you know? Um, yeah. But yeah. Man, this is sad. I just pulled up our our podcast stuff. It's like, looking at it, like, we're fairly consistent with uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier Mm-hmm. And then like Loki comes and it's like episode one, good, we did that one. Episode two, okay, good, we got that one done too. Episode three, nice, nice. And episode three was when like I started really getting um shit posts on um Twitter and like mm-hmm. had like that fifteen thousand er, one thousand five hundred likes on that tweet and I was just like, oh, I'm so proud of myself. Yeah, and, right. And it's kind of dropped and, off. Yeah, because I was busy with Cedar Point. John Wayne was mm-hmm. busy with having a girlfriend. So then it's like, <laughs> right. there's like a whole two months, and then we have the Drunk Riders. And then it's like a mm-hmm. whole two months after that, we have this one. So, yeah. But we're going to well, try to get more consistent. Yeah, I think being consistent is really important with this stuff. Hey, but I mean, that's, that's good. Yeah, when you start oh. getting that attention, yeah, big tweets, then... Uh, people see you post every week, you know, they might, you know, 
choose yeah. to tune in, you know? My, uh, our Loki episode three has our most listens now. Mm-hmm. And the Drunk Rider one is at the second most. So we've got what 61 in, and 46. What happened in Loki episode three? Uh, that's where, uh, they, I don't remember. Cause the I, thing it all I have on together because I watched yeah. it. I just like binged it, you know. Yeah, most I waited until most it, of I did it was that. out. Yeah, um, but it's the quote we have on it is "Love is an imaginary dagger." So I'm pretty sure that's the one where, um, they're on the 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 train. Okay. Yeah. In the that one apocalypse. Yeah. Okay. I might be wrong, but they're still looking for Sylvie. No, no, she Sylvie and she. What's his name? Are and yeah, they're already together. Uh, and Loki um, and Loki, yeah, the guy that the show's <laughs> named after. <laughs> what's his name? Yeah, <laughs> um, I don't know. I can't remember the order, especially like of how crazy it gets at the end. Like the first few episodes, I can't remember anything. Yeah, it, it's so much. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, man. Michael Ullman, I hope he's okay. Um, Maybe well, he I, forgot beer. Oh, yeah. Shoot, we're going to have to talk about his beer, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I got more beers to kill, so... I do too. Are you already done? No, I'm about halfway done. I'm so, about two thirds, but mine's a third, a third of the way done. Mm-hmm. Mine's a, mine's a tall boy. I got I got those those pints. Yeah. One came in a four pack of pints. Now I've got an IPA. I'm gonna grab after this. That's um. Okay. I've different. never had. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited mm-hmm. for it. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> Do you uh, ever read the Reddit threads after these movies come out? Yes, I try not to read them too much before recording. Right. Um, but do you see the one that Aiden sent me and then I put in the spoiler zone? Uh I did. Let me yeah. look at it again and refresh myself. That one we're gonna have to that one we're really gonna talk about. Alright. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Man, there's so much. That's really interesting. There's yeah, there's so a lot much. of... Before get, I mean, I don't want to get too into it. There's like... Almost most... I'm... There's not that much to talk about with the movie itself. Yeah. Like, there is, you know, there's some cool stuff. and But most of the stuff, I think... It's like, how does this affect the universe? Yeah. And what's going to happen? And how does this affect things that have already happened? Yeah. I, I'm i going to look this up right now. But where is, when does Eternals take place? It's five years after the the blip. But I'm, Oh, five years after the blip? Yeah. They say it in the movie. Oh, I thought they were saying it was... Because the blip was five years. Uh, maybe I misheard that. 
Yeah, I, I thought they were saying it had been five years since everyone came back. I wanna, I wanna just see something that like has the timeline, just like a timeline with all. I don't want to read a theory about how this does, blah blah blah. I just want to see a timeline, and I don't, I don't want to read these articles that. Eventually, there's going to be one. I don't character. know how to read these articles. <laughs> MCU timeline. Um, okay. Uh, this one only goes through Chang-Chi. Well, because, like, what I'm thinking is, like, while all this stuff is happening, like, clearly the mm-hmm. Avengers have existed. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like what is what what is kind of happening here like why did the avenger why did no avengers people show up yeah yeah, yeah for hmm. um i'm going to th- not answer that but brainstorm on it yeah while we wait for it, this hold on this one doesn't even this one i'm looking at doesn't even have the eternals on the list it has all like has Daredevil, Runaways, The Punisher, Jessica Jones, Agents of Shield, like everything. Mm-hmm. And it's like you the get Eternals. to Spider Man Far From Home, Loki Season One, What If, Shang Chi, yeah. Spider Man No Way Home, Doctor Strange. It's like so you just ignored Eternals. Like that's not a show. <laughs> um, I wonder if it's just not, you know, confirmed or yeah, well understood Ooh. yet. I found it. I can just see this image bigger. Enhance. Enhance. Are you enhancing? I'm trying to. It's just there's so many movies. Why Why don't we just decide on our own? I I think that it takes place, like, right. Where? Like, so we're post blip, right? Everyone we, comes. We back. have to be. Yeah. Yeah. Um. My thought is it's gonna be pretty quickly after Endgame, cause like. Mhm. They were saying how it was going to. The emergence was gonna happen, mm-hmm. but then it didn't because, you know, yeah, they uh, words are hard. Hold on, the emergence didn't happen because the blip. Because then, the blip, yeah. Then everybody blipped back, yeah. And so now it's just like, oh, okay, cool, Tiamat, go ahead and eat your boys, uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. I guess it could just be real time. I I may have misunderstood that five years quote because it, they may have been referring to the five years that everyone was gone. Yeah. So it's probably, if that's the case and I misheard that, then I would probably just say it's two years after, after Endgame because this movie comes two years after Endgame, you know? Yeah. Um, if that's the case... 
I don't know. It's just. I, I don't really see the Avengers having any reason to come into this conflict. Yeah. I mean, like, I just, no one I, really knew anything until after it was all over. Other yeah. than the Eternals. Well, I feel like when the earthquake happened, like, I feel like but somebody there... would have been like, been like, okay, earthquake has happened. We need yeah. to do something. <laughs> well, yeah, I think they were probably like, something's going on. Why are we having an earthquake hits like equally all over the world? Well, but what would they have done? Like, they didn't have any more intel than that. It could have been. This movie could have happened at the exact same time as uh, Spider Man Homecoming. Homecoming? Yeah. That's the second one, right? No, Far Homecoming's home. the first My one. bad. Far From Home. <laughs> Spider-Man like, Far From like, Home. What? That's a twist. <laughs> because, like, there, we have, like, all the, um, the elements happening. The elementals. Yeah. All that stuff is going on. And, like, so, if, mm-hmm. you know, the, if Nick Fury is worrying about that stuff, essentially, with S.W.O.R.D., and yeah you know a bunch of earthquakes happen around the world they probably mm-hmm. are just going to assume it's you know the elementals um because they were kind of blind maybe. to it so like maybe they just so you're it. saying it's like literally right after Endgame because that's when spider-man came out like a few Oops. months later yeah i th- i mean it could be because I-, I think it just gives a more of a reason for why i guess other superheroes aren't involved yeah i'm just like maybe they did go investigate the earthquakes and everything but they wouldn't have ended up where the eternals are anyway yeah definitely. and they probably wouldn't have been able to find much because the only thing that other than i mean there were deviants but they seem to be chasing the eternals rather than humans mm-hmm. they they said that so like the deviants are going to be only near the Eternals, and I guess the Avengers just never found them or whoever, you know. I mean, and like there's they, also a, a chance like Nick Fury already knew about the Eternals. Yeah, that's you a good know, point. like because if you see that giant space triangle flying around, mm-hmm. and like Nick Fury is up in his space station with sword, like he's, he's probably going to see that and be like, ah, this is not good. Where did this? But they thing only come really from? use that like one day like it was sitting under babylon yeah for most of the movie do you just want to like <laughs> michael allman's been 20 minutes do you just want to start yeah like, we're no, already no, yeah we're, we're already in yeah we yeah we're good do we want to like just talk about the movie in general then yeah so i'll start off by saying i loved the movie i thought uh-huh. it was fantastic easily top easy top 10 i'm gonna see it again yeah. tomorrow and know for sure where it goes mm-hmm um, the thing I did not like about it was like kind of the going back to like 5000 BC and like the switching of those two like modern day mm-hmm. and going back in time. At mm-hmm. first, it felt forced. Mm-hmm. But then as the movie was going, I was like, okay, I get now why they're doing this. And it's like setting everything up for yeah. when they split. Yeah, I, I didn't mind that. I liked, I, okay, I'll give my opinion first, because I really liked the movie. I think it, like, it met my expectations for a Marvel movie, but didn't really do much more than that. 
like I'm satisfied, but yeah. it didn't, you know, like hit me in the face and make me cry or anything, you know? Um, I did. I did cry. Really? Yeah. I feel like I can't cry when I just met these characters, you know, no matter what the movie is. That's fair. I just, I, I cried when Sprite was turned into a, a human. Yeah, that was an interesting point. I was just or like a plot point. Yeah. And like, I'm kind of, so if you don't mind, like, let's talk about what Eternals are. Like, mm-hmm. are they really just, I guess, robots with, uh, like, cosmic energy going through them, essentially? <laughs> yeah, they're like, like, celestial tools. Like, they exist to, like, act as, like, an extension of whatever celestial is using them you know okay um so that makes sense but there's like a lot of questions around that because in a point that i was thinking about was like clearly all celestials are not the same in this universe like we the first celestial i think we met was ego yeah and he was kind of a bitch, you know, compared to Arishim. Yeah. You know, um, like clearly there's some sort of, you know, I don't know, like spread in their abilities and powers. And and so like also could that have made all of Ego's children Eternals? I mean, like that, that maybe that's a semantics thing because um, Eternals aren't really like the children of Arishim, are they? Unless I missed that. N- no, definition. but they're they're, cr- they're definitely created by him, right? Yeah. So yeah. if that's that's why I'm thinking all of um the kids or all of like Ego's children when he's trying to like take over the entire universe, mm-hmm. his planets, like it kind of yeah. makes sense that. Um, yeah you call them eternals yeah um and like we saw with what's his name also please welcome michael ullman everybody oh hey howdy um here so talking about a movie (laughs) you guys watch movies i watched my first movie yesterday Ooh. it's called them eternals um Wow. Speaking of movies, I'm going to go way off the edge here. But mm-hmm. when you guys went and watched it, did you see mm-hmm. the Clifford the Big Red Dog trailer? Yes. Yeah. I'm so excited for that. It's going to be a good one. I think they're going like a dark, dark angle. Is Clifford's definitely going to die, right? I think so. Yeah. Clifford's yeah. going to die at the end. It's going to be a Marley and me. I've not Marley seen that movie. I know I'll you, cry too much. It's really sad. Like if I cried in Eternals, I'm gonna cry in Marley and Me. Yeah, don't or, just don't watch Marley and Me. Wait, wait. You cried during this movie, Preach? Yes, I did. <laughs> That's what I said. I was like, I, I wasn't gonna cry to this. L- listen, I cried when Sprite got changed into a human. I just thought it was beautiful, and it really. Finished her character arc and was just perfect. 
So, well, let's let's go to Michael Ullman because we, Michael, we basically just bantered for a few minutes and then we just started talking about it anyway. Okay. Uh, and we just gave our like general opinion on the movie. Like, did it meet your expectations? If you had any. All right. Know. Um. So and, and then also shot. let us know what beer you got. Okay, I want to start by talking about oh. the beer I'm drinking. That's why I was late because I had to go get the, this perfect beer for this this film. So, uh, this is from a brewery in Katy. Uh, called No Label. Uh, it's right down the street from the stadium that we have all of our contests in. So it's like the go-to hang after shows. Um, and the beer I'm drinking is called El Jefe, my favorite. And it's like a nod to the movie Chef. Mm-hmm. It stars John Favreau and Robert Downey Jr. and mm-hmm. Scarlett Johansson. So it's like a little MCU tie-in there. It's nice. Wow. That's adorable. Yeah. What kind of beer is it? Uh, Hefweizen. Ah. Hefweizen. El Hefing, Hefweizen, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. Right, right. Big brain. Yeah. Uh, so, the film. Um, I didn't have, like, super hard, you know, set expectations for what, you know, what is going to be going in? Um, you know, I the the past two movies, you know, like all the new stuff that's kind of come out, it's it's hard to like kind of adjust into this new era of MCU stuff. Um, but I I wasn't like super sold on this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think because I, I thought on it a lot today, and I think like a lot of just like the main characters just didn't really like the actors themselves didn't really give like good performances. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they, they just like weren't super inspiring characters. Um, the movie itself, like the story, was good. I liked it. Like the actual like just objectively, you know, like the movie was pretty good. I liked it. You know, it had like all the good. Marvel stuff like you know some humor, you know, you know good effects and and all of that. But I I didn't laugh. Not once. I had no. I, I didn't know it was a comedy. I didn't know I was supposed to laugh. I was angry the whole time. Yeah, I thought it was a mad movie. <laughs> um, I had a sorry. bunch of I had a bunch of hooligans sitting next to me in the theater. So any of mm-hmm. like just the comic relief they were throwing in. They would Was it like the bad boys from Greece? Ah, oh, some greasers. The greasers, <laughs> basically. But anytime anything happened that was like the comic relief that like really wasn't that funny, but it was just like meant to be there to like try to lighten the mood a bit. Mm-hmm. They just lost it and would like mm. be laughing their ass off and then like talking for like two minutes after it. I was just like. Wow, that's frustrating. That's not a that's not a fun movie experience. But I was like, I'm not gonna say yeah. anything. I like, so, yeah. Okay, well, Mike Ullman is. Would you say mostly negative, or um, average? What? I would say like middle of the ground. Like, is 
wouldn't be like one of my favorite MCU movies, you know, like it would be in the bottom, bottom half, Um, bottom half. This is actually the first MCU movie to ever get a a rotten score by Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, that that's an interesting point to make, though, because it was clearly bombed. Yeah. And it was bombed mostly by a lot of like anti LGBT communities. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, so the reason, because like, oh, it wasn't my favorite, but it did not deserve the worst Rotten Tomatoes score of any MCU movie. Yeah, Yeah, it's definitely not the worst MCU movie. But yeah, and the fan score is actually really good. It's like in the high eighties, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So So we we can agree though the worst movie is definitely um, Endgame, right? Yeah, for sure. Uh. I think the worst one is uh, Interstellar. It didn't really have like any of the characters I liked. Yeah, like there was no Hulk. I didn't have my Spider Man. You know how I like my Spider Man. Yeah, he's mine. That's a really good point. Yeah. So, just a bunch of space guys. Yeah. Anyway, um, I I was saying I thought it was like. Met it met my expectations, but it didn't really do much else for me. And Creech said it was in the top ten for him. If you missed, that. yeah, oh. was, I I really enjoyed it. Um, but it it also it could be because I had this problem with Black Widow was uh, recency bias. Like because mm. Black Widow was the first thing that I saw, mm. like movie wise, immediately I was like, this is a top five easily. Like it's so much better than anything. Um, talking to people and they were just like, no, it's not really that good. And then I watched it through the second time and I was mm-hmm. like, nah, this is definitely in bottom 10, maybe even bottom five is where I now yeah. play Black Widow. Yeah. I think um, oh, one, one thing that I like, so I was reading a bunch of reviews and like one thing like people pointed out is like the chemistry between all the characters was like, if like the first time we met the Avengers was in the Avengers you know, like, yeah, yeah, like the first time we see all these characters is when they team up. And like, that's like, like, I understand why, like, we we're introducing all these characters together mm-hmm. as a team at, at this point in kind of the MCU. Um, mm-hmm. But I thought I thought that may have kind of contributed, like the chemistry between all of yeah. them. Like, we don't have much context. That's kind of why, like so- that, that first, you know, the first like little title card, like starting with the, you know, the Star Wars style, like narrations. Yeah, I was like, "Wow, that's all right." So, okay. do you think the movie would have been better then if it was done in two parts, where the first part would have been pretty much everything pre-breakup, like before they broke the band up? You I know, think it, would, it would be better if like we had some more context to like the characters for sure. I, like like that, that would that would give like the hey we've set these characters and put them in this world for, you know, they're essentially helping humanity be created. Yeah. And then they, you know, finish their job or whatever. And I don't think that's necessarily like a, a, a chain. Like the change shouldn't necessarily be make it two parts and flush out two parts to, you know, two separate two and a half hour movies. I think mm-hmm. like, I agree that the actor performances and maybe some of it was even like the scripting because so much of this movie was just dialogue, yeah. which I don't mind. Like n- on its own, that's not really a bad thing, but 
like a huge amount of it was just talking and setting stuff up and they were trying to set all these relationships up and there wasn't a lot of action you know yeah. um but the, i just not all of them really hit i thought like gilgamesh and thena had a really cool dynamic like yeah. those were two of my favorite characters um yeah yeah big complaint i do have a complaint with thena though in that her like illness or disorder or whatever was taking over her like after gilgamesh dies it just like never was a problem again. Uh, yeah. Like she tried to attack someone once. I can't remember who. Um, and then it just like never got resolved. Like they never cured her. And it, they just got like, I don't know. It felt a, so, like a weird anti resolution. Well, there was the whole fight with the deviant that she had. Yeah. And the deviant right. says that they're, that they are Gilgamesh and blah, blah, blah. But she like, yeah. That I felt like was the resolution because you could see her eyes were white on that one, and she like breaks through that, and so like I don't know. Maybe okay. I mean, if that I, was I, I felt to be... that was like her getting over it internally. But it it was supposed to be like this like parasite or something, some sort of like pathogen in her as a, a eternal. Yeah, that was you know causing her motives to be twisted and everything. And I think yeah, that maybe that was the point, and I just missed it. But I yeah. think maybe that could have been more clear about, you know, when she, like, chops up that guy, maybe, like, something happens. And, you know, it's obvious that she's cured now. Because it, there was not really a moment where I'm like, oh, she's better now, you know? Yeah. I think my, my understanding of it was just, like, it was an error in her getting her mind erased after the last time they destroyed a world. Yeah. And that's, like, so she... Like, oh. It wasn't anything like inherently wrong with her. It was just like she still had some leftovers from the last time they did this. Okay, wait, wait. That has me interested because what if... All right, so if that's the case, then why does she constantly attack the other Eternals? Like, what happened? Like, does she know what they're going to end up trying to do in, I... in her previous life? I don't know what. Um, I don't think it's like a conscious thing. I think it's like she, her, like she, her brain just like stops working, and it's like she's like has two eternities oh. of like stuff in her brain, and she just like goes on meltdown mode. That was that was yeah. My okay. My, my thought was, this is where I thought the movie was going to lead into towards the end was that mm -hmm. um that deviant was like he he had just said like we're tired of being killed. We just want to like. You know, they're tired of, like, being the predators that get sent and then end up getting killed by the Eternals. Like, mm -hmm. they just want to be free, you know? Which is really how the Eternals, when they kind of see what the truth is, that's how they feel, too. Yeah. I thought they were right. going to team up. You know, they're going to be it, like... That's exactly what I thought I was, was going to happen. I was yeah, just like, wow, yeah, it set yeah. that up. I think I'm um, okay with them not teaming up. But yeah. I think and the whole big theme was, like, this morally gray thing. Yeah. Like, you know, Icarus, you know, kind of assumes the antagonist role, but like he mm -hmm. isn't really the bad guy, you know? Yeah, it, exactly. Like, it was in, all in a way, I was like, it, it was like I couldn't find a way to disagree with him, even though they were kind of portraying him as the bad guy and he's against, you know, the good guys. But and then like Sprite is goes with him, and obviously Sprite was like nowhere loved... near the bad guy, you know? Yeah. And so it was like it was just this internal conflict between the group and 
that was the theme that I think connects to what you were just saying with the deviants because the deviants aren't necessarily just like inherently evil predators either, you know? Well, and the deviants uh, were created to be able to uh, shoot. What's that word? Not grow. What is uh, evolve? Evolve. Evolve. Yeah. And the Eternals Mm -hmm. weren't, but like we see the Eternals evolve in this movie, you know, like, they, because they find out the truth, like there was a flaw in um, mm-hmm. a big celestial guy whose name I forget. Arishan. Ar- Arishan, yeah. Yeah. There, there's a it, lot of I, names. I would say maybe, not, maybe not like literally evolving, but like metaphorically evolving yeah. from being just, you know, by the book rule followers to, you know, these are you know, sentient, self-serving beings to some extent. You know, yeah. there was a progression there. So I see what you're saying. Yeah, it's that, that's like the whole, like, part of the story that makes me not completely dump this movie. It's like the, the theme is really cool because mm-hmm. that, that's, that's, that's basically it. It's like every side has, like, this moral moral grayness to it. But, like, in, like, it... Mm-hmm. If the delivery of like the theme of this movie had been like ten percent better, this would be like a serious contender for like you know, top, mm-hmm. top ten for me. But it's just like the, yeah. deli- the like this the delivery and the, like, the direction of the movie was what kind of did it. Mm-hmm. For me. Yeah, I think that's. Totally I was fair. I was thinking like because you know like we get introduced to Thanos's brother at the end of the movie. Yeah. Oh, but, and like he says, like he is an eternal too. So like in like Thanos is just an, an eternal with a deviant gene. Like what yeah. if, what if like Thanos knew was, what was going on? Yeah, that's something like, that I was. Yeah, sorry, finish. Whole whole his whole thing was like, just, like all these worlds being ended. You know what I mean? It's like even more. Mm-hmm. That was the thing that like popped into my brain, like, like that, and, that was the most interesting thing. Yeah, that's something I messaged to Creech last night. Was but I was I was saying in in the way that I hope they don't use this to like retcon Thanos into like that being a motive because it clearly was not an obvious motive that he was trying to cut the population to inhibit you know, celestials from emerging. Um, what that, that is like possibility of like the creative leadership of the MCU, you know, like they've, they've done so many things like that where they've been like after the fact, like, Oh, by the way, mm-hmm. this person did it for that reason. You know what I mean? And just yeah. kind of affecting like, so I, I, yeah. I, I agree with you though. I, I think it would just be a little bit of a stretch. Because they never say anything about it. And you'd think they would be like, you know, say, you know, something about, you know, you're overgrowing your populations and this is going to hurt you in the end. Not, but I mean, he says that because of, you know, resources and conflicts and everything, but not because of, yeah, because there's these giant monsters living in your planets. Did you ever think about that? Because, you know, that's a whole (laughs) different thing. 
Yeah. I I don't think they're going to retcon um, Thanos. I think mm-hmm. it's interesting to think about. And what we were talking about earlier, Michael, before Michael joined, um, is that the, like, thinking of Ego's children as Eternals. So, like, maybe each Celestial has a different way that they have their quote-unquote Eternals. And, like, you know, whether they're, like, how they create them through what process they do. Um, mm-hmm. Because they're all created with the same goal in mind, which is to create more Celestials. Like, that was apparent with Ego, too. Like, we didn't realize exactly what he was doing. Mm-hmm. But, like, that that's what he was doing with his kids, was finding the one that he can create more Celestials with in his way. So maybe each person or each Celestial just has a different way that they create their uh, Eternals. And so like, because I don't like thinking of Thanos as similarly to these Eternals we have here. Um, like with uh, them being... What is it? Like AI, essentially, or not really, but like I don't know. Mm-hmm. Them being like robots that are created through celestial material or like particles. Like I don't know. It just it feels like they're not real, uh, in a sense. And so I well, I don't clearly like to... they have some ability to think for themselves because they definitely like, not have just free complete, will. Yeah, they're not completely subservient. You know. But it's like, yeah, I, I guess, I feel like they, they don't feel like they have a soul. That's like, I guess, where I'm trying to get to. Like, they ain't got no souls. No souls. That, that was something that really confused me. Because, like, obviously beer. they've done this, like, countless amount of times. They've, like, done this whole, you know, process on multiple planets. So, mm-hmm. like, why has something like this never happened before? Mm-hmm. Like, what, mm-hmm. what was unique about their experience. Like I get like I get what the answer would be like oh like humanity Humans. showed them but like Well it was Thanos cuz like the fact well, that, that was the a whole part of world, the whole and, population divided it like went in half and then you know they bring it back like that that was like the the turning point of all of it like Okay. Cuz this in the sense that I I think Ajax says look at what they did. They returned half of all living things with a snap of a finger like these guys are different you know yeah um which obviously hasn't happened before that we know of right i think that's your answer um like michael berry was saying i'm gonna go get another beer (laughs) (laughs) so i'll be back in a second so uh, does this does this all get edited? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> it, it might get trimmed. Okay. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Is this? What, what's what's the rating on this podcast? Can I say dirty words? Uh, you can say I asked. That was like my first question. I was like, can I cuss? Uh, yeah, we can cuss. We can say whatever the hell we want. <laughs> Have you? I'm not going to bring up a different TV show. I was quoting. I think you should leave. I don't know if you saw season two. I think 
I did. It was a while ago. It was like right when it came out, so it's been it's been a minute. Yeah, when they're in the ghost tour, he's like, "This is the adult tour, so you can say whatever the hell we want." And then what? T- and then Tim Robinson goes, "Jizz," you know, like cum shot. Am I gonna? <laughs> they're like, okay, so okay. Hold on, hold on. Am I last to time, say that? <laughs> <laughs> hold on. No, I'm just gonna for context. Last time I left to go get a beer, when mm. I was with the drunk riders. I didn't edit and like listen to the stuff that they said beforehand, mm-hmm. and it was just a bunch of nonsense like that. <laughs> yeah, I just heard coming back. Can I have some context, please? Uh, I was <laughs> quoting. I think you should leave because Michael Ullman was like, "Hey, can we swear?" And I was like, "Yeah, I asked that too. We can. We can say whatever the hell we want," which was a quote from "I think you should leave." And in the show, followed by that. Tim Robinson just randomly says, jizz, you know, like cum shot. <laughs> that was it. So, okay. Um, anyway, we, we return. I, I just gave us <laughs> a little uh, break from business, you know, yeah. while Creature was uh, gone. While I was gone, I, I grabbed my, my next beer, which is a bat squatch. I sent a picture of the can in Discord. Uh, the can looks cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, let me ex- let me l- read the back of this beer for you. It says, uh, for years, rumors have circled that deep in the woods of Mount St. Helens lives a fabled Batsquatch. While there are many tales of Batsquatch, they're all a bit hazy on the details, which makes the truth such a juicy mystery. So what hazy better way to IPA. honor the legend than with a hazy, juicy IPA? Perfect for camping and potentially making a new friend. So if this is good, it will be coming with me when we go camping. <laughs> and you might make a friend. Yeah. Maybe it's Bat Squatch. Maybe that's supposed to be my yeah. friend. Um, all right. I have a point on the movie. This was okay. something I was thinking about. And I ended up reading about it a little bit. Because apparently other people have this concern. It's more of outside the movie. because So the Marvel comics in the 90s really started to drop off in terms of sales and popularity because everything was getting too convoluted. There were all these stories popping up that you had to read all these other stories to understand, and it was hard to just pick one thing up and enjoy it. So all of a sudden, they were just, like, not that popular anymore, and they couldn't – they almost – I think they, like, almost went bankrupt. And then, so people are now concerned that these movies are kind of headed the same way. And I know they're nowhere near bankruptcy. Like, not necessarily worried about them going bankrupt or financial concerns, but like, I do think it's getting harder for someone to just come in, watch one movie, having not seen anything else, and really enjoy it, you know? Um, that's, that's a question, I think. I'm interested in how they they deal with because things are getting really wacky, you know. I think we're okay because of just the sheer number of people that have watched movies already. Like Endgame broke box number, uh, uh, box office number sales. Uh, mm-hmm. The Spider-Man trailer was that released was the most watched trailer in 24 hours with 354 million people. Watching mm-hmm. it within the first 24 hours of it dropping. So I think right now we're okay. Like we're kind of safe. I think in a matter of like 10 more years, 
when you have kids that are trying to get into it, like they just, right. that's where it's going to be a, a struggle. I don't mm-hmm. think it's going to be a problem because you have all of us like diehard Keeping Marvel up. fans. Yeah. And like, I, I think <clears throat> especially with Disney owning it, there's a lot of just like, you know, imagine well, if there I mean, was a Disney it's... cinematic universe, like <laughs> Iron Man until, you know, Endgame. What, that was like 12 years, right? Yeah. yeah. 12 years from now, like, kids watching these movies that, like, weren't alive <laughs> when Iron Man came out. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I definitely agree with the, the idea. Like, it is, they are adding a bunch of layers. Um, um, I don't know. I think it may turn away some, like, casual viewers, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, but I, I think, like, a wide, like, a large amount of, of people that, like, watch MCU movies are, are not, like, hardcore fans, but definitely more than a casual viewer. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, they a lot of people wouldn't, like, brand themselves as, like, no, super yeah. fans. Like, I think, like, our mind just, mm-hmm. you know. Now, the thing is, too, I think in about five years from now, when we have, you know, probably all of Phase 4 content done, like, we're going to get to the point where new watchers and followers of the MCU are going to, like, they'll watch Iron Man 1, they'll watch, like, all the original ones, but then they're going to skip Iron Man 2 and 3, they're going to skip Dark World, they're going to skip, um, like, Black Panther and Ant-Man, like, just like those kind of quote-unquote spin-off movies that yes they do definitely involve what is happening in the mcu but it's like do you really have to watch it if you're trying to catch up to where we are now yeah and so i think my opinion is along the lines of that i think it depends on how they make each individual movie like to some extent each one has to be its own self-contained thing and I think I think they're doing that. Like I think they're mindful of that. Um with the exception of the Avengers movies. Yeah. Those are the ones where if if you watch Infinity War as your first Marvel movie, you'll probably enjoy it, but it's going to you're going to be slow to pick up on a lot of things, you know. Yeah. Um but if you watched Eternals without watching anything else, you would have, you know, gotten basically as much as anyone, you know, I guess because yeah. that was an origin story, you know, like you're saying with like Black Panther or something, it's like, yeah, it's kind of its own self-isolated thing. But I'm just like, I'm, I, th- I think we're okay too. I just bring it up because I saw a lot of people talking about it online. Um, I, I think they like- just have to stay mindful of casual viewers, you know? Mm-hmm. It definitely they could happen. They're too, they're too big to fail, you know? Like, mm-hmm. like, I feel like, you know, obviously, like, everyone that's, like, you know, under the Disney empire, there's, like, plenty of, like, really awesome creative people that are, like, making big decisions, like, in, in all of the things. But, like, they, the people in what movies get made, like, definitely, as, you know, better word, the soft mind, like, it's somewhere in there, is they're too big to fail, you know, like, yeah, like, like you know, 
billions of dollars they're making on these movies. So like, mm-hmm. it is it is interesting because I I thought the same thing too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm not like really worried either. I just think it's an interesting point because there hasn't really been a series of movies like this that have been this popular, you know. And I wonder at what point do we start to have, um, what's the term? Like this regression of as people grow, either grow out of it or die or whatever. And then it's like diminish, diminishing returns, I guess. Like you start putting all this work in and then it's just harder and harder for people to get into it. I could see that being a problem in like 10 or 15 years, you know. Are we on? Yeah. No, no. I agree. We just Sorry. got silent. Uh, was... What was everyone's favorite little, little, oh, I farted. favorite moment in the movie? Um, Dude, I like Gilgamesh a lot. I love Gilgamesh. I think he was my favorite. Really I liked think... Icarus for the sun. Mm-hmm. Like, appropriate. You know, it's like a little nod to like, then like them saying like, like the Icarus, like flying too close to the sun, was, was just all like a made up story. Was like Sprite making up stories, but then like he flies into the sun at the end of the movie. It's like, hey, nice, cool. Mm-hmm. It, it was that was. It's somewhere in between, like kind of forced and really nice to me. I I think everything. I, with... I always like when they like in the MCU and explain things like that. Like when they had the DB Cooper reference in Loki. I thought mm-hmm. I thought that was like fucking hilarious. I was like, "Oh, nice, that's cool." Little What was that? Because I don't remember that. So it was, I think, the first or second episode. It was in the first episode, and Loki was on an airplane, and he was wearing like sunglasses, and he he basically like said that Loki was DB Cooper, mm-hmm. and they just he explained it. Like, it was just like a dare that Thor made him do. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. like screwing around like it wasn't anything big uh-huh um i my favorite part <clears throat> of this God, movie so much co2 coming, coming and it out. may just be because i've gotten into this kind of stuff more recently it's just like all the world history stuff that it mm-hmm. not do like that was really cool i really that a like lot. i'm so thankful for hamilton for like being something that got me into history and like kind of realizing why history is so important and that I've like started just like reading about history on the, like just for fun, just because it's like something I now have like this just like interest in. And so just seeing every single thing from like 5,000 BC and being like, that's insane. I'm a little sad that we didn't get to see Fastos uh, mm-hmm. create the pyramids for them. Cause he 100% was the person who made the pyramids, you know? Like, mm-hmm. Or at least he had, had some it. sort of reference to it, you know? Yeah, and so, like, um, with the whole, like, thing that, you know, is always like, oh, the aliens built the pyramids. There's no way the Egyptians could have done that. It's just like, nah, I was just fast. I was like, he's just, <laughs> he's, he's just fucking yeah. with us all. Yeah. Yeah, some of the characters, I think, were just underdeveloped because there's so many, so many Eternals and 
this movie was already really long. It was almost three hours. Yep. Like they just had to cut down on some of that, you know. Yeah. I I honestly loved how long it was. Like, I would have watched it another hour. Like yeah, like it was all dialogue and setup, but it, I thought it was like entertaining, you know. And yeah, yeah I, was... I didn't love the character performances all the way through, but like I thought, you know, the idea was cool enough to keep me engaged, you know. The hardest part was trying to find a loud enough moment to crack open the Dude. white cloth. <laughs> so, yeah, I brought a white clone too. And um I would I I was sitting next to Joe and I was like, Joe, should I wait for a really loud moment or a really quiet moment to open my white cloth? <laughs> I ended up waiting for the loud moment. I kinda of chickened out. But I think yeah. I should have waited for the really quiet moment. Next time I'm gonna do that. I went, I'm I went gonna to do the quiet moment tomorrow. Sells, sells a beer, so we we were drinking. Oh, beer. okay. We were just at AMC. It's like definitely not allowed to drink beer there. I, I was at a Regal, and like the audio mm-hmm. quality was not that good, sadly. Like maybe really? I should have not been in the back row. Um, mm-hmm. like I don't know. It just it didn't feel like full. Yeah, I wanted I wanted it to be like. Cause like you could hear in like the score and everything, like there's some low stuff there, and like it should be feel big, but it just felt like small. And I was like, mm-hmm. yeah. So, where are you going? Are you going to the same place tomorrow? Yeah, I think so. Um, mm-hmm. I'm. I haven't talked to my roommate about it. I kind of want to watch it in 3D. And see what that's really? Like. Why not? I mean, like I've already seen it once, and like the whole mm-hmm. point of I guess watching it again is just to, like kind of. To really see, is this a top 10 for me? Um, I think Shang-Chi, like, mm-hmm. hands down, easily top 10. Like, Yeah, I think that's my favorite I, origin story for sure. Yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed that movie. I fell asleep the first time I watched it because I came from, like, a... I think it was, like, a band contest or something. And we went to mm-hmm. one of those, like, uh, like movie tavern places with, like, the reclining seats. So, like, yeah. sat in that seat, put it back, and it was game over, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Shang Chi was just. Go ahead. Oh, it was so good the first time watching that I knew I didn't have to watch it again to make sure that it was good. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. And and like I I would say like like I was so convinced watching something like Shang Chi the first time, you know, like that movie was very clear with its intent. Like there was a lot and. I guess I'm, I want to compare this to Eternals because, like, they're, like, our most recent, you know, iterations of what Marvel's going for. But, like, that Shang-Chi was cool because it was, like, okay, now we're having, like, nods to, like, more traditional types of cinematography. Like, we had half fantasy, half martial arts movie, you know? Yeah. yeah. Which, in, it you know, that was, like, okay, now we're having these, like, approaches in you know film that are tying into these stories which is like okay well now they're not just comic books on a movie screen you know now there's this whole other art form that we're involving and i don't know if we really got that in eternals and i certainly didn't on my first watch like i did in shang chi i don't know what you guys thought that was my one of my biggest like kind of naked things about Eternals was it, it it just felt like a generic superhero movie and like obviously mm-hmm. the whole like Avengers is like a superhero 
but like there's more to it but this one like definitely felt just like superheroes i mean like it didn't have yeah. like like shang chi was like definitely like, i agree with you like it it had like so many other you know wasn't it and you know and most of the you know even though like all the earlier you know first 12 years of the mcu was like pretty sh- superhero y it still had like other feels to it you know what i mean like each movie had like a like a definite like mm-hmm. idea like guardians of the galaxy was in space you know like captain america was like you know like a period piece you know like in space thor, oh, yeah like thor was yeah. like you know, <laughs> you know like mythology like this one like it had its moments like whenever it was doing like the flashback stuff like it it felt like had like some culture to it you know it had some right warmth but like all like the fight scenes like they just they all just felt like generic you know what i mean exception i think was makari and icarus fighting was really cool yeah i thought was was really awesome like i i wish she had a little more focus because she was really cool to me but yeah i know what you're saying but i but I know what you mean. It's still just like superheroes fighting. Yeah. Um, the. Yeah, in in that, you know, the historical references, um, like they tied in really well. But I I could see it. It didn't to me, but I could see it coming across as kind of gimmicky. Like, oh, that's how the Epic of Gilgamesh was. You know, that's how that started. You know. Mm-hmm. like it doesn't really matter like it doesn't really i think i i mean i think it works because it tells the sort of influence they had on prehistoric humans and you know the development of humans up to today but that you know it was a fine line that i think some people might not agree with i i do have a pretty big complaint yeah oh and it's the final fight scene, right? Uh-huh. Kingo wasn't there. He was there. No? He was. He was not shooting. With... No, not with the... Uh... Like the final... He was on the beach. Wait, which final fight scene? Yeah, like with Tiamat, he wasn't there. He was on the beach. No, Fastos was on the beach. No, he. I specifically saw finger guns on the beach. Fastos Quote me on that. <laughs> Fastos, I specifically Fastos saw finger guns on the beach. Different. Hold on, I got. Hold on, I need to write that down because that's going to be the name of the the title. I specifically <laughs> saw finger guns on the beach. I did, and w- you'll see it tomorrow. Yeah, I. All right, all right. I'll 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 hold off. But <laughs> I I do not remember that too. Yeah, Bastos yeah. was really cool. Apparently, he's really strong to like keep Icarus down for so long. You know. Yeah, and he was just like, I've been wanting to like. What what did he say? It wasn't like, oh, clip your wings. I, clip your wings. Clip yeah, your wings for so long. That was a cool line. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. Other topic. Icarus meets with Bastos and his new family. Um, and the kid, 
references Icarus as Superman. Does yeah. that mean Whoa. that Superman is in the MCU? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Now that's yep. also that's also a fantastic no title. Like yeah. <laughs> like Superman in the MCU. Like I don't I don't know which one's gonna do better. We'll make it a poll. Like a pretty that's I like such a big ones. dick move to just be like yeah. mention like the opposing, you know like main hero. Yeah, like just be like, yeah, we're gonna just name drop him because you know, we're not <laughs> we're not worried about like being overshadowed. Right. You know? I, the thing that I, I as I kept watching like the beginning of it, like seeing mm-hmm. Icarus, I was like, why does he remind me of some superhero? And it wasn't until like uh Jack ends up saying that, the kid. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, he's Superman. <laughs> he literally is. Like he's one hundred percent Superman. He flies. Oh, but he doesn't wear a cape. That's what he says. He, yeah. He's everything else. And and then he tries, and then um, who is it? It's like, oh, I was going to start calling you Clark. Yeah, Fasto says that. Yeah. It was um, just like a big squeeze <laughs> in the titties of DC. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Okay, question. Do you guys know anything about Black Knight? A little Not bit really. that I learned last night. After From Josh. Yeah, I had to I had to look it up. The person I was watching with, like, had, had mentioned because we, so we actually left before the second in credit scene. Boo! Oh really? <laughs> yeah, and then he, he he told me like what we missed, and I didn't know who it was. I had to look it up. Mm-hmm. But Black yeah. Knight seems to have an interesting influence, or like there was like, um. Who he he was gonna connect us to someone, but I can't remember. Uh, I I don't remember who I was talking to, but I believe it's Kang. Yeah, that's exactly. He ends up getting say. it to yeah. Kang. He he gets into like Kang territory, and then we just got Kang with, you know, Loki. Um, so I think we could see a connection there. Um, and then also <laughs> that brings us into this like. Knights of the Round Table Marvel world that I have never looked into, which seems pretty cool because they mentioned King Arthur in this movie. Mm-hmm. And then if you look up, when you look into um, Black Knight, there's all of these um, like Sir Percival. And... Yeah, Excalibur, Heroes for... Yeah. And so the thing I'm reading right here is apparently his... So when the FaceTime happens with Dane in the middle of the movie while they're mm-hmm. on the Amazon, uh, and Cersei's like, you should make up with your uncle. Mm-hmm. Uh, his uncle was Black Knight as a supervillain. Um, right. And that's like where he inherits the sword and everything from. Uh, mm-hmm. I didn't really, I'm going to, I'm excited to hear, to like rewatch that end credit scene and hopefully be able to hear more what's like being said by like that voice um, yeah it was hard to understand i think it's it's going to be really cool as to whether dane as black knight is going to be a villain or a hero but like mm-hmm. yeah i think that'll be cool Jeez. yeah that's like a whole other world. I have to look at what the Phase Four movies are coming out because yeah. Spider Man's next, right? Uh, yes, Spider Man. 
is next, and then I believe it's... I'm pulling it up to make sure. So we got Spider-Man, then Doctor Strange, Thor, mm-hmm. Love and Thunder, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. So it's like, I'm, I'm pretty sure Kang is going to be in Doctor Strange. Yeah, that's we a know good that one. Uh, like I think that's been confirmed. I don't think we're gonna see the Eternals in there, because if you just think of it from like, mm-hmm. we have to like, you know, like they're not gonna record a two and a half hour movie and a two and a half hour movie with all these actors t- like twice in a row. Like, there's yeah. just not enough time, especially with COVID. So I don't think the next time we'd see them is gonna be until, dude. I don't even know because. <clears throat> We we have the Marvels, then Guardians of the Galaxy three, Ant Man, Quantum Mania, Fantastic mm-hmm. Four, and Blade. It's like, mm-hmm. who knows what's gonna line up for that? Oh, yeah. Moon Knight. Like I'm pretty sure, Black or yeah, I'm pretty sure Black Knight is gonna be in Moon Knight as well. Yeah. Does Blade Blade has a connection to Eternals too, right? Yes. So Blade for sure, we're gonna see Black Knight, Moon Knight, and the Eternals come back. Yeah. Hmm. And is there a confirmed Eternals sequel, or is it just that they're gonna be? Uh, th- it just that they will return. Yeah, I don't know what that means. I don't know if I would want another Eternals focused movie. I I think I would want another movie with the Eternals being big in it, but not where it's like ah Eternals two electric boogaloo. Yeah, like I think if it's like. Depending on what happens with Kang and what happens with um, the celestial guy whose name I always forget, Arishim. Yeah, Arishim. Big, big red. Like big red. Yeah. If you don't chew big red, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think it. I think it just depends. Like if it's something about him, and like if Arishim becomes like this big. Because, like, he said that he's going to return for, like, the Judgment Day. For Judgment. Yeah. What yeah. is that going to be? Like, exactly. So, it's, like, he's being gracious right now. But, like, I feel like in Blade, we're going to have so much of Black Knight and Moon Knight. And then the Eternals are going to show up in there. And that's going to kind of be your next, like, big Eternals movie with them. But it's not going to mm-hmm. be, like, Eternals 2, you know? Mm-hmm. So, okay, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Well, what are we at now? We're a little over an hour. How long do yeah. we usually go? Uh, we just go until we can't go no mo. No mo. Yeah, I have um, about like twenty minutes before I need to sober up for college to leave. Or... Yeah, sober up for college. <laughs> um, I'm going to college. Um, four four thirty. A little after, probably four forty. So I got some time. Okay, so yeah, we hang on. Wrap this up. Yeah, hang, 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 but wrap it up a bit. Um, I mean, are there any other like big topics? Because well, there's the thing Aiden sent. Did we kind of talk about that or no? Not, not really. Um, do you want to explain it? I've got the picture up, so I can like. I, I got okay. So our buddy Aiden, shout out to Aiden Lerner. He, I was trying to get him on here too. What a guy! He, yeah, what mm-hmm. a guy! Hold on, what a man! Mm. That's a you, man. That's a man. He sat on my right for the move. I, th- I thought you were gonna say lap, and I was like, <laughs> 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 he, sat, 
I wish his girlfriend was there. I don't know if she would have agreed with that. I've still never met her. I, I interact with her a lot on Twitter, but it's mostly really? just like making fun of Aiden. Oh yeah. <laughs> we I mean we didn't really talk at all. I just like said, "Hey, nice to meet you." And then we sat down and watched a movie, you know. You mean but, you didn't talk to each other during the movie? No. I was too nervous. <laughs> I didn't know what to say. So, uh, Aiden sent me this uh, Reddit post where uh, I'm just going to read it down. So, someone said, it basically proved that MCU can do Galactus and it would will not look silly. Next person says, with the final scene and the mid-credits scene in mind, I have a feeling that Earth will be judged, in quotes, to be unworthy and Galactus will be sent to consume it, with Eros being a Nick Fury figure, assembling a team to stop them. I can imagine the movie being a heist movie with Marvel's heavy-hitting cosmic characters, Adam Warlock and Captain Marvel, being assembled to first free Cersei and the other Eternals, and then all of them together make a grandstand against Galactus. Next person. Considering that they took the plot from Earth X, uh, the comics, where Earth is an egg for a celestial, pretty sure that Galactus will be the celestial's only predator. So and, I guess the question... Oh, is there more? Yeah, one more. Um, it's They also said that some Celestials use the energy from a planet to start a new star, which sounds very like MCU twist on why Galactus feeds. Okay. So now so there's, time to look okay. up who Galactus is. I'm you don't know who Galactus is? It's massive. I, I know. Is he the That's watcher? like the right? one Celestial I think you should know. He is a Celestial, yeah. right? Uh... I, I think so. He's a big guy. Big guy. He's a big boy. Oh, wait, I he was lot... he was in Silver Surfer. He he like partners up with Silver Surfer, or Silver Surfer becomes like a servant of his. And yes. in I think in the comics, I mean, there might be a few different versions, but the main line he is sent to like um, help. He the Galactus wants him to help. The, the Silver Surfer help him devour Earth. But yeah. that's when Silver Surfer betrays him and teams up with the Fantastic Four. So, or crazy like thing. The most recent comic to be put out about with Galactus in it. Ready mm-hmm. what hap- to know what happens? When was it? It was 2020. Okay. Volume 6, issues 1 through 6. The story being called Herald of Thunder. And guess who kills Galactus? Whom? Thor. Oh? Yeah, so I, I definitely think with that comic being out, like, definitely we could see this happening. And then involving yeah. the Guardians of the Galaxy too, And that kind of being the big mash, like the next big mashup, probably to end Phase 5, mm-hmm. would be setting up all of that. Um, no, Guardians like, of the Galaxy comes after Thor: Love and Thunder. Yes, but we're gonna see Thor running around with the Guardians because of the end of Endgame. Mm-hmm. Correct. Well, and then we'll see whatever happens in Thor: Love and Thunder. Like, I don't know anything about that movie other than doesn't what's her name become Thor? She Thor. She Thor. Uh, Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman becomes Thor. Something. Thor. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah. 
we're very educated podcast. This is literally how the this is the definitive source of all things Marvel, right here. Yeah, this is how the podcast goes usually. Yeah, and John Wayne is just like, well, actually, in the comics, this is what happens, and I'm like, fuck the comics, fuck the comics, dude, dude, the comics, they're not even movies. Why would I read? I don't, I don't know how to read. <laughs> I thought you had more with that. But... <laughs> no, that was that was it. I never so, learned. The the thing is, there's a guest that I want to get on here that I'd be very excited for, Winona and they know Ryder. so much about Marvel. <laughs> it's just I'm worried that they're gonna be like, you have a Marvel podcast and you don't know any of this shit. Um, <laughs> and it's Alan Sears. Oh yeah. Apparently, he is huge like comic Marvel fan. Yeah, uh, and like loves all of it. So I I asked, I texted mm-hmm. Josh today and I was like, "Do you think he'd be interested in it?" Because I definitely have Josh on there with me and my brother. So that I think way, Josh and Alan in the same podcast would be really funny. Because they're gonna disagree a lot. Right. And with yeah. my brother, and gonna, so yeah, if my brother can kind of like lead it, so I'm not looking like a complete idiot. Yeah, <laughs> like I think that I think that would be a very very good episode. Yeah. But, you should yeah. definitely do that. Yeah. Um. I guess it, who's Star? Is that Star Fox from like? Isn't, that's a video from game. Super Smash Bros. <laughs> like, is yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's different. Okay, okay, it was a genuine question. Yeah. No, Star Fox is not in the MCU, but. It would be interesting to get the Smash Bros. universe into the MCU, wouldn't it? Let me let me look at Star Fox because I don't know much about it. Star Fox is Eros. Yeah, but who who's Eros? Eros is is Harry Styles, and he he's Thanos' brother. Wait, then who was who was? Kip, the the little dude, the little oh, dude. like Pip or something, right? Pip. Yeah, Pip. Yeah. So I was reading about him, and he, he was just a dude that he he drank some some sort of potion, and it turned him into like a like a little little guy. A little guy. I don't think it, I don't They're think it's like, like Jack uh, and Daxter. Here. Yeah, that What's that was that? the vibe. Little little guy and big guy. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, That's a lot of Jack words I just posted in the MCU. That'd be good. Michael, I hope before we die, like everyone's in the MCU. Like Ash Ketchum and and Ratchet and Clank. Ratchet and Clank would be and crazy. Spyro, you know. Like I want all of these guys in the same world. That'd be crazy. And Pokemon. All the Pokemon, of course. Not just Ash. Not all the Pokemon. Can we just only first gen? Maybe like first three gens before it starts getting weird. There's some pretty good Pokemon later on. Yeah, but they're all like, oh, look, it's the chandelier Pokemon. I'm like, didn't we get that in like the, the, the third? Series? No. Like, oh, this one's a rat. And it's like, uh, excuse me. What about rat? Attack? We do have a lot of rats. We have a yeah. lot of rats. Raccoons. A, uh, not a Pokemon podcast, but... Um, <laughs> There are a lot of Pokemon. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Do we have any more Eternals? 
I th I think we is good. Um. Cool. Yeah, I guess we're gonna end that here. Uh, huge thank you to Michael Berry and Michael Ullman for coming out today. Yes. Um, you should check check them out on. Um, follow my Twitter. You check them out. Just check them out. Yeah. My check Twitter's them. Panda Express Bot, or at M Y Y R E B. You have not soon. talked about Panda Express in a long time on your Twitter. Yeah, well, I haven't had Panda Express in like two years. You you should you should tweet that you should you should let them know be like look All right. yeah I really should shouldn't I because everyone's waiting <laughs> I've been waiting two I years have, that's the reason I'm not on Twitter because I know there's not enough time to express content you know yeah well, <laughs> Panda All right. Express's official Twitter is actually pretty active wow so. Well, I mean, that's not enough for me. You know what I mean? Like, just one account. I need... Yeah. But then, Maybe. so you have them, and then I'm sort of like the the, uh, the joke account the shit related post. to Panda Express. Yeah. Have they ever tweeted at you? No, but they've liked my tweets. Hmm. That's nice. Wow. That's an achievement. Good for you. Yeah. Moving up. I have a few famous interactions. Gabriel Gundacker replied to me. Oh. And I think Kib from Sugar Pine Seven retweeted me once. That's awesome. Yeah, but wow. that's probably the extent of it. That's oh, and I'm friends with a guy that plays soccer in England in like the eighth division. Oh, nice. Yeah. So anytime so I follow his team and he'll score, and I'll reply to him. I'll be like, "Great hit, Jake," <laughs> and he'll like it. <laughs> So I've got a really bustling Twitter account for you guys to, to get into. Yeah. Speaking of soccer, are we are we officially done with Marvel things? Oh uh, yeah, we're we're still recording, but you know it's just shit post time right now, bro. So yeah. I watched. So the soccer team in Houston is like dog trash. Like yeah, those are baseball team. True. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, go Braves. And so. Me and Josh went to Austin to watch Houston play Austin. And it was um, like watching children play soccer. It was so amusing. Really? <laughs> it was just so bad. Like, it was just a silly game, you know? Those are two really bad teams. The, so there was a total of three goals scored in the entire game. Yeah. It was 2-1, Austin won. And two of the goals, one for each team, were own goals. Nice. Jesus. It was just a silly match. It was just, it was <laughs> Sometimes just, that's amazing, though, especially if you're neutral. Yeah, like it, you're just I, like this is that funny. Was, like I could not have picked a better like neutral. I mean, I guess like if it was a very very good game would be better, but watching mm -hmm. a terrible terribly played game by both teams, not caring about either team was was nice. It was mm -hmm. fun. Yeah, that's so funny. It was nice being All in right. a real, real soccer stadium. That was cool. Yeah, yeah. I went to Portland this summer, and I saw a game in Portland. In their stadium, was pretty cool. Green boys. The only green real guys. stadium I've been in was in uh, in Belgium. So you know. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> Get it, dude. He went to Belgium. <laughs> That's how we started talking in the podcast, and now we're gonna end it with the Belgium. <laughs> 
All right. Okay. Well, let's do this. Yeah, I'm let's really bad off. at goodbyes, so.